Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. True Hill covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Joins us every single Thursday here on the show, and he joins us now. And this is the first time this year that Drew has joined us. After a home win by the Memphis Grizzlies. Long overdue, my friend. How you doing? Long, long overdue. I'm doing great. How about you guys? All is good, man. So, Better. Um, I guess sort of the, the challenge, right, um, is you took care of what you had to take care of. You 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 capitalized on a, a bad jazz team that was missing its best player in a desperation spot. So you took care of that. So now the challenge is trying to decipher, okay, is this a moment where it is just that? And then, then you know, you got your Suns and your Mavs games and, you know, the, the schedule gets daunting and it looks more like it looked the last two weeks. Or is this a moment that you can really sort of jump off of and now guys are, are, are reengaged now that they can see the light at the end of the tunnel with Jaws return? Like just based on how the guy sort of sounded last night, what way would you lean? Yeah, um, as I wrote, I think it's fair to be honest about this. Um, that was a team that they should beat. I mean, they're decent-sized favorites yesterday. Utah is just as bad on the road, now 1-8, and eight, as the Grizzlies are at home, now 1-8. and eight. Um, So was this an impressive win? No, it wasn't an impressive win. Does it mean that encouraging signs can't be encouraging signs? No, I mean, I think you should take these as encouraging signs. Um, I think it's a good, positive thing. You know, we heard the players say yesterday, and I noted in the story that, like, Taylor Jenkins essentially turned the keys over to them in practice on Tuesday and said, you know what, you guys, go, you, there's been all this talk about conversation and about communication and, and about how much better that needs to be. Well, then I want to see it. Like, you guys show it. You guys do it. You run the practice. And so the players essentially ran the practice. And there was Marcus talking, uh, essentially trying to run parts of practice and all kinds of veterans. And I knew something was up. I knew something was different because when I showed up, they were playing, like, the in-arena music as they were running up and down the practice court. Like, da da na 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 You know what I mean? the background music, and I was like, oh, wow, they're really trying to simulate a game here. Um, and so, like, all that's a positive that's built on that. They they went and they had that practice. They felt like it was productive. They came out. They won a game. Um, I don't know if you can credit Marcus's speech, but it certainly didn't hurt anything, um, obviously. And uh, As I'm writing today, it's not out yet, but, like, I think they do have a good 
balance from their veterans. Like you hear Marcus is kind of the hard on him, harsh reality type of guy who will call things effing embarrassing and say, do you actually want to win and like be harsh? And then you have a guy like Biz who's really positive all the time. Like all these are great signs. You should take them as great signs. And, uh, and they won a game yesterday. So everybody should be happy. That was unfortunate that Derrick Rose slipped out, right? After after performing like that in the start, in this, I just mean slipped out in the sense that he didn't. It sounds like from Jeff and everybody else, and you would know, Drew, I guess he, d- he didn't do media afterwards, but a fantastic performance in a starting role, 14-9. and nine. I don't think any of us are expecting Derrick Rose to do that any time, but I figured, I mean, that would have been a great part of this story. If, But but maybe 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 to him, you know, it's just proof, hey, you know, I remember what he said this preseason, I'm not just here to babysit. He did perform well in the starting spot. What did you, you think of his performance, and were you a little bit let down like I was that, uh, that we didn't get to hear from? Um, so Derek did talk in the morning at shoot-around okay. yesterday. So I feel like, you know. That's the obligation. Once he had done, done it once. Yeah. He had kind of done his obligation. He's a vet. I get you. I get you. Um, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Um, and we have been, to be also to be fair, like, we know Derek has kids that he goes home to, right? So right. the players that have kids all leave before the players that don't have kids. And so uh, Derek is always the first to get ready. And if you want to talk to Derek, then you have to skip Taylor Jenkins because Derek will be gone and out of the building. I respect it. And so, yep. and so by the time anybody got there, Derek had already left, which I think is perfectly fine. Um, so I take no issue with, with what happened at all. Um, but yeah, I think he was great yesterday. He's done this in a few games now. Um, I think he is proving that he does have some game left, but what I loved about what Derek Rose did was he just upped the tempo. Like yeah. he set the whole tone of the game. Cause when he's flying around, Gilliard can do that for rebounds. And, yep. You know, yeah. Gilliard can do that at the, at the same rate. And like, that's what this team needs so desperately. Like if anything was, blatantly obvious last night it was that this team absolutely has to push and transition like they have to try to score some fast break points it's the only way that they're going to be able to generate offense is like go get easy ones you might as well just try to run every single possession made basket missed basket whatever just try to run just just go for it because that's your best offense 90 percent of the time and it proved to be a huge boost for them yesterday, especially when teams are just going to sell out on Bain and Jackson. Like, you, there's nothing you could run offensively that's really going to help you. Like, you might as well try to get out in uh, on a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, on that D Rose piece, it's hard to say. I mean, it's a combination of things because it was the Jazz. It was a, obviously a desperation spot, but he. Like I, I think he's obviously he's had to be better than even they expected, right? I mean, I know they they brought him in. They said he's not here to, and he said he's not here to babysit. But it just sort of feels like it feels like that year off last year where he didn't really play that much has sort of you know given him this, and, and maybe being back in Memphis, right? Like be, maybe coming back home so and preserve the boost. Yeah, maybe, is, is is that sort of how it feels to you that you know having not really played much at all last year that maybe it's prolonged his career in terms of effectiveness a little bit because he's doing things that we haven't seen this guy do in a, in a in a while, honestly. I don't know, maybe, but I think that this also just uh, I don't know. It shows like the the Tom Thibodeau weirdness that tends to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen this, right? Where's them down? Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler and Thibodeau, like, you know, and so Tom Thibodeau essentially 
didn't play Derrick Rose last year because they didn't think he was good enough to play. Like, go ask some people that cover the Knicks, and they'll say, yeah, uh, I'm surprised they gave Derrick Rose a two-year contract because the Knicks didn't think he was good enough to be on the floor. Well, he looks pretty good. Like, he definitely looks good enough to be on the floor. That's for damn sure. Um, so, to me, it, it strikes me a little bit of just we've seen this. Like, Tom Thibodeau is really weird with the guys he uses. Yep and how he uses them, um, almost to his detriment sometimes. And that is what this uh, strikes me as. And and Derek seems to be right from the beginning. Like, I still have something left in the tank, and he's out there proving it. Um, I hope the Grizzlies continue to be careful with him because you really need him to stay healthy. Um, It's also a two-year contract. uh, We'll see. You know, that's another thing. It's not just a one-year. It's a two-year. So, you know, it would be ideal if – uh, you, you get him for that second one as well. Um, and, and I was talking to somebody who I really, uh, whose opinion I really respect. Uh, this was over the weekend, um, you know, when the Grizzlies were just sort of in the in the in the in molasses here before this fifth win or fourth win, I should say. Um, and and their point was when Ja returns, not only are you getting back a superstar, but you're basically putting everybody back where they're supposed to be, and they're not playing out of position. And that as a result of that. This is going to transform. Um, I assume we're all bullish on on the return of John Moran and what it will mean for these Grizzlies. What sort of? How would you describe your level of bullishness? And you know, maybe what should be the the ambition for this Grizzlies team? I mean, I think we I think we can I think we can assign them six. I think we can assign them six and nineteen when John returns. Um, so if that is indeed the record, what should be a realistic ambition for these Grizzlies after that? I mean, I still think that they can make a play-in spot. I really do. I mean, it just depends on how much things change. Um, And I'm bullish on the return of John Morant, but there are a lot of elements at play here um, beyond John Morant that I think need to improve in order to do something like that. Um, I actually wrote a piece yesterday. It came out like the middle of the day yesterday, so it didn't have a lot of life before the game. And, of course, the Grizzlies won, so now – People don't really want to look at the bad stuff, but I spent a ton of time on the NBA's tracking website looking up what makes this team, what has made this team not quite as good as anyone thought they would be uh, beyond the obvious. And like, where does losing jaw really impact the team? Where does the depth of injuries really impact the team? Um, and I came across a lot of big, you know, interesting discoveries. Um, like, like obviously this team's way worse at shooting this year than they were a season ago. They've been really bad inside five feet. They're getting blocked at a 5% more rate um, this season, and they have way fewer drives than they did a season ago. Um, they're actually getting more open and wide-open shots. problem is those shots are for players that don't make shots. So um, there's just a lot of changes. There's a lot of in-depth detail that you don't notice um, until you really dive into it. And I think bringing job back is obviously going to help, but I do think that this team needs to improve offense. I do think that the tweaks to the offense that they made in the offseason haven't exactly worked swimmingly this year when you go look at the numbers. And so they need to get healthy overall. They need more depth. They need to put guys in the right spots. This isn't as simple as you know, replace John Morant or Desmond Bain last year. Like you have eight guys essentially with career high usage rates. So you're asking everybody to do more, which is a real, real challenge. 
Um, so I think that it's not as simple as we're making it. But I will say I think John Moran is going to fix a lot when he comes back. Um, I do too. And, it, it, and if we all agree that, you know, by default the Grizzlies are going to be better than the Spurs, Portland, and Utah, right, so that the teams that you're going to need to jump to get into the play-in are, you know, right now they'd be – Golden State, the Clippers, the Rockets, which John and I both identify. We don't believe in them. They still have one on the road. Pelicans. I'll leave the Lakers out because you just can't, I just can't see you know AD and LeBron not being there. But but back to that point. Which of those teams, Pelicans, Rockets, Clippers, Warriors, do you believe the least in? If you're picking out a couple of them, and 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 I'm figuring Rockets would be one of them. But which of the others do you? I mean, are you are are we watching the end of Golden State? Is it too premature to stay? That that's looked real bad here, especially the last ten. Like, of those other teams, which ones would be your targets for teams to drop if you're the Grizz? Um, I would keep my – obviously, Houston, yeah, like you said. Um, I think I would keep my eye on Golden State. Mm-hmm. I don't – I think Golden State is a play-in team. Um, but I don't know. Like, as Clay Thompson ages, and now you're playing guys like Chris Paul. Yeah. And and Draymond seems to be off the rails uh, a little bit more than usual this season. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that could take a bad turn, and maybe the Grizzlies, there's an opportunity there. The other thing is the Pelicans. Like, the Pelicans have a really talented starting lineup and up and down, like, really useful players and a pretty deep roster. But I don't think that they're really good enough to compete, and you wonder if they're going to shake things up at some point this season, Might if they're just, to. like, yeah. a middling team again. Yeah. Um, do you shake things up in a way where you make a big trade and you try to go for it, or do you try to reconstruct? I don't know what the answer is there, but I think that there's some volatility with them for sure. And then Houston. I mean, I it's hard to believe in Houston. And, like, look, at, look if you look at Houston and what they've accomplished this season, who have they really beat? Right. Like, they beat the Kings twice without De'Aaron Fox. They beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis. Um, And so I think some of their wins don't necessarily look quite as good as they might on paper. Sure. Um, And so I'm with you. uh, I'm not a believer in Houston, really. All right. uh, It is a it is championship Saturday for you, my friend. Let's go. Georgia, Alabama for all the marbles. Bama win and in. how are we feeling? Like, what is the you know? I, I, I'm you know. I you speak for all Bama fans. What is the uh, feeling going into this one? Georgia has sort of had your number. I guess not. I mean, I guess not really. Not really? Yeah, no, not I mean, really. We've we beaten them two out of the last three. Yeah, yeah, not really. They, I mean, they beat you in the one that mattered. But uh, how are we feeling? What is the feeling across all of Tuscaloosa and T Town? Uh, I think that people are pretty confident. Um, heading into this game I, now, like, look, Georgia should be favored. I think uh, the touchdown or whatever it is now is about right. Um, and Georgia, I, I think, is going to provide a test that Alabama hasn't quite had this season. And so we'll see what happens there. I, I think it's certainly possible Alabama would win. Um, but if you played ten times, how many times would they win? three or four probably. Um, so there's a chance. And honestly, after the way this season started, like with the loss to Texas, and of course I was there in Tuscaloosa when they lost to Texas and Milrow getting benched. And mm. it just felt like this team was taking a major step back. And, you know, maybe 
this this program was just going to be a step behind in the NFC moving forward. It, maybe it was time for that. That hasn't really been the case. And like for the Iron Bowl to go the way that it did, uh, and to kind of fend off some of the Auburn voodoo that always happens there, it just felt awesome. And it took it, it took a season that otherwise felt like it was going to be a major step back and was going to be a disappointment. And now to be here and at least have a chance to put yourself in the playoff, I feel pretty good about this season, no matter what happens this weekend. Uh, but I hope they win, and I think they have a chance to win. Can you really keep Georgia out with a loss? Going for three straight. Would the committee really do it? I think you can, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think Alabama if Everybody could get else left went. Out. Yeah. Seriously. I, I seriously think Alabama could get left out. But if Alabama played Florida State, they'd be two touchdown favorites. Like, I, I, I love Mike Norvell. Great guy. I know everybody here wants him to succeed. Yeah, I know where you're going. Come on. Yep. You can't tell me that Florida State's a better team than Alabama. They're just not. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I have a hard time with all of that, man. It really is a. It really is like because because you know, look, if they if if Florida State wins the ACC title game, I mean they they have to be in. Unfortunately, even though they're we know they're not going to have a chance to win it, but that's why the right. playoff is expanding. Hey, <laughs> you look know? at what happened with Louisville. Look at what happened with Louisville this weekend. Yep, Kentucky's a team that got absolutely or a decent SEC team that was competitive against a lot of SEC teams. They got absolutely spanked by Georgia and Alabama this season and two big opportunities for them, right? And then they went to Louisville, who's like been the darlings of the ACC this year, had one loss, and just pretty much handled them for a lot of that game. So it's just I'm not so sure how good the ACC is. In fact, I think the ACC is not very good this season. And, uh, yeah, I hope for, for the sake of all of us that we get competitive semifinal games, and I just don't know if Florida State would be competitive. Yeah. Drew, you're the man. Appreciate Thank you, you as always, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See yes, sir. He is Drew Hill, Carter's Grizz for the Daily Event. Enjoy enjoyed this every single Thursday here on the show. Over at ESPN, both Heather Dinich and Adam Rittenberg picked Georgia, not only to win but to also cover the number. Uh, yeah, they against are against Alabama. I mean, uh, if, uh, Alabama's dead. Uh, the, the, the dream dies. Alabama's dead. Yes. Alabama's oh, I feel, dead. I feel very strong. This season, it was fantastic, and they'll tell the oh, story I think you about meant for the whole, you th- of I, what a great coaching job it was by which Nick it was, Saban, which, which it, was. it was, because, again, you, you needed to adjust to Jalen Milrow once you found out that is the best that you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did adjust, but it ends here. It ends here Yeah, no against con- this George. No consideration for potential limitations from Brock Bowers or Ladd McConkey for Georgia? All Kirby has to tell them is, look, they're going to do y'all wrong if you lose. So it's a must win again for us. Right. This isn't a situation because you've got so many contenders where Georgia's good if they lose it, like you might have been in previous years. That's the difference. And so you're going to get their best effort, bro. Right. And, and again, I go back to Milrow's been fantastic, but ultimately you got to be an efficient offense. You do. To, to beat this George team. Yeah, but, you know, don't you think... I don't know if he can be efficient. They're, again, they were shooting themselves in the foot on that drive. He comes back fourth and 31 on right, with the snaps game. and everything else. You turn that ball over against Georgia, you're going to get rolled. I mean, Donkey. Auburn played Georgia tight. Donkey stomped. Auburn played Georgia tight uh, at home earlier in the year, right? Yeah, I mean, their place. Yeah, so that's what they do. Auburn, you know, I mean, they played Georgia just as tight as they played. When, the, com- when the competition stepped up, Georgia handled it. 
did the competition ever step up for Georgia? Uh, they got like three top 25 wins. They got Missouri. Don't act like they got nothing. I'll give them Missouri. And they, I guess, I mean, Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is a fake good team. And Tennessee, which had let go of the rope. Are by you that telling point me you got season. Alabama to cover? Is that what you're trying to say? I think Just, I'm must on be Bama, trying to bro. be contrarian here. I think I'm on Bama. What, then stand on it. I'm going to stand on business, bro. <laughs> I'm going to stand on business with my uh, Crimson Tie, bro. I mean, they're, they're a team of destiny. They're a team of freaking destiny. Oh, you said that mess earlier this year, didn't you? Yes. That's why you're sticking to it. Yes. Didn't you prognosticate? Didn't you say this was going to happen? Alabama will come back and then yes. beat Georgia and, tie, and then win the whole thing, I think you said. I think they, they, they beat Georgia. Lost your mind. They're beating everybody else. Yes. I'm, I, honestly, I'm rooting for Milrow. It's Milro. been a great story. Milrow's a great story. I, we did that. Respect burger to him. Okay, well, I, you did that when I wasn't here. You can't. You can't. You, no, I'm sure, pretty sure he got one during the, during the season. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we don't have a running tally. We don't have a running tally here. Um, I don't know. Like, I just go back to the fact that the closest that they have seen to, to Jalen Milrow is, is Brady Cook from Missouri. He is no Jaden Daniels. Let me tell you that. Well, that is true. And have you seen what's happening there? We did not discuss yesterday. Did I tell you about the rise he was about to go on? Jaden Daniels is rising. He's absolutely rising. Big time. Yes. Uh, and I'm talking about draft stock, y'all. It's through the roof. Just I be- predicted it. Just behind Joe Milton on the draft board there uh, is Jaden Daniels. So you got to – What? You got to – yeah, Joe Milton. What board are you on? Dude, NFL GMs love Joe Milton, bro. He's got an absolute cannon. John's lying, y'all. You don't think Joe Milton's an NFL uh, quarterback, bro? You on Vol Quest or something, fool? Yeah, they say – they get up out of here. Even say- they wouldn't say he's an <laughs> NFL quarterback. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.